Welcome to the Rhodes Community, a podcast series. This podcast series will give you a glimpse into the scholar's journey from being a scholar-elect to becoming a current scholar. We have been talking about a range of different things, mainly focusing on our different experiences moving to Oxford and getting through the first weeks of term at the University of Oxford. With me today I have... Claire Lyle, Quebecan University 2018. I'm going into my second year of EDFIL in computer science. Jun Kenang, Malaysia and Oro 2017. I'm finishing my Master of Public Policy. Cabello Murray from South Africa at Large at Lady Margaret Hall, 2017. And I've just finished my MPhil in Development Studies. Great. And I'm Tony Muthair. I'm from Kenya. I um, studied at, at Green Templeton College, uh, 2016. And I'm doing a DPhil in Prima Healthcare. Uh, so great. Let's jump into the discussion. Uh, what are some of your favorite memories of the first few weeks in Oxford? Oh, gosh. I'd say it's less concrete memories and more just like this overall sense of like being really excited about all the possibilities of Oxford and all the sort of fairy tale looking buildings. Um, I was quite fortunate because I'd actually done an internship in Oxford a previous summer. So I kind of already knew the lay of the land and like where the good supermarkets were and like how to find things. Um, so a lot of the sort of like shock of like it being totally new was gone. So I was able to just sort of enjoy getting to know the city again. Um, yeah, I think very similar to Claire as well. Like, um, I, one of my closest friends was actually a student here in Oxford when I arrived. So there were a lot of things that I didn't have to do, um, like buying a SIM card or buying my gown and all that stuff. But um, it, it felt just like a blur because like the first few weeks were really overwhelming in the sense like there are just so many things to do, so many events like to welcome you, like events at the Rhodes House, events at the college, events at your department. And I did environmental change and management last year, and the first like welcome event at my department was a field trip out, mm. like getting out of Oxford. Mm. So while navigating all the events in Oxford, I had to manage a field trip, like packing. Like as soon as I unpacked, I had to pack again for a field trip outside of Oxford for four nights. Um, so it, it just felt really overwhelming. But like, I guess the trick is to really decide which one that you want to go to and which one that you don't want to go because you don't have to go to everything. My first few weeks in Oxford actually hosts or had one of my favorite stories, which was I was walking in my college halls and my principal sort of pops past me and I introduce myself and he walks away and turns around the corner and goes, by any chance are you a fan of Philip Pullman, um, who happens to be my favorite author? And I'm sort of trying to be cool and I'm like, oh yeah, I've you know, read one or two of his books. And Alan, my principal goes, okay, well, he's coming to dinner next week if you'd like to sit down and join him. So... Within the first few weeks of being at Oxford, I was sort of sitting at a table across from my favorite author of all time and just thinking like, oh, wow, so this is exactly why I came here. This is the most Oxford experience I could have. So it was both like surreal and also quite sentimental because of just like how close to my heart his books are. And it almost felt like I was being welcomed to Oxford by like an old friend kind of. And I'd only like I'd just met him, but... It was really nice. So that's one of my favorite memories, I think. And his books are set in Oxford, so that was great. But yeah. I think my favorite um, memories are, as Claire said, it's a, it's a blur, really. It's just um, the first few weeks were one so fast-paced for me. But then I think the most memorable thing about them is the fact that within two weeks, I, had, I felt as if I had known um, my friends, my new friends for like a lifetime, which is very insane because... Mm -hmm. um, I had only known them for two weeks, but then we were sharing these deep and like really great conversations in like um, dinners or like teas and things like that. So that definitely is um, was a highlight in um, in my first weeks. Any not so pleasant memories? And um, I think I'll start with that. Um, the first week um, 
of being in Oxford, I got lost every single time. I couldn't know where the dining hall was. I didn't know where the supermarket was. And the thing is that that can be, not a little, I think that could, can be actually quite inconveniencing when you're trying to get to a seminar or like just, gonna, you know, you're just trying to get like lunch or food or like hang out with friends. But thanks to like the Welcome uh, Week team at, at Rose House, um, I, was al- I was always able to buddy up with, with a friend or two. And, and I think that ties up to my, uh, my favorite experiences uh, of the first few weeks where I was able to like meet people and have like these amazing conversations as we were walking to a, um, to a place that I didn't actually know. Um, so yeah, anyone keen to share a similar experience or a different experience? Yeah, my first few weeks in Oxford were, um, well, mostly the first two weeks were actually quite challenging, mostly on a financial standpoint. Um, I hadn't got my stipend just yet and was just completely broke. And it's actually quite funny to think about now. But I sort of went into Tesco, knew that I needed to get food and didn't really have any money on me. So I just bought a kilogram of carrots. Honestly, the first nine days, I was having about three carrots for every other meal. And which was just horrendous, but... I needed to save money for other things. And there, I then later found out that there are quite a few support structures in place at Rhodes House and at my college. But it was just difficult. And I think it, not necessarily lost geographically, but definitely feeling lost in other terms. I had no one to fall back on. I had no sort of safety net. And I felt like at some points very drastically or dramatically alone. And that wasn't ideal, but it was something that I was able to overcome. Well, I think it's pretty common to have like unpleasant memories when you first move to a new place. Yeah. Um, when I first got here, uh, there was a Rhodes Scholar waiting for me in front of my college, but that was his first time um, at Oro College. So we couldn't find my room. It took us about an hour before I found my room. And then I got to my room. So my key couldn't open the door to the staircase. So I had to ring every bell um, at that staircase, hoping that it was someone in there and someone came out and then I managed to get into my room. And I went back to the lodge to look for my the key to the staircase, and they just said we just don't have one. So you just have to, you know, um, until we make a new mm-hmm. one, you just have to like hopefully ring the doorbell and mm-hmm. get someone in. Um, and I have so many so many things about my room. Um, <laughs> I got I got into my room, um, and I couldn't find a sink. Uh, so I went up to the kitchen and I found a sink, and I was like, okay, so that's the sink, and that's the place where I brushed my teeth for three straight nights. Um, and I thought it was really strange because nobody was brushing the teeth in the kitchen and I was the only one. So I was like, there has to be a sink somewhere. somewhere. Um, and it turned out there was a, indeed a sink in my room behind a door. <laughs> and I just didn't open that door for the first three days. Uh, so it's uh, like little things. And then um, I couldn't figure out how to work my heater mm-hmm. for about six months. Oh, wow. <laughs> so for the first few weeks, as you could imagine, like October, November, December, uh, they were really cold. Yeah. Um, and now I'm about to move out of my room. And I just realized my table two weeks ago had an extension. So I could have a table twice the size. And I didn't realize <laughs> until a year and nine months later. Oh, my so, God. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like they're not about so much unpleasant memories. I, I, I could still live in my room. It's just that sometimes it's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like right. uh, just figure little things out. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Claire? Okay, um, so my room was very straightforward. Uh, the sink was visible. Um, my key worked. It was great. Um, but I would say one thing that was sort of difficult about the first couple of weeks is that I'm the type of person who really likes having a routine and sort of like knowing what I'm going to do each day and sort of like 
having like a ritual in like the morning of what I do and then I go to this place and I do this thing and then I go home or I go to this other thing. Um, and the first couple of weeks in Oxford are not like that at all. Um, like the welcome week activities are like really great, but they're like so varied that it's like you don't really settle into a routine until term really like picks up sort of like mid-October. Um, so I found that was like a little bit jarring for the first couple of weeks was it was all very exciting, but it was also a little bit unsettling because it was just like you couldn't really like feel really settled until like maybe like three weeks into being in Oxford. All right. Great. I think um, Cabela has talked about, started talking about the type of support that um, Rhodes House um, offers and probably uh, the broader university. So I think we'll probably talk about that for the next uh, couple of minutes. So what type of support, uh, especially uh, from Rhodes House, was available to you in the first few weeks of Oxford? Uh, Cabela, do you want to start with that? Yeah. So on my, my carrot conundrum, um, <laughs> I remember coming to Rhodes House and going to Mary and just telling her that I was in like a really tough place. And her response was, oh, well, have you read your handbook? <laughs> of which I opened it to a certain page and found out that there is a moving in fee um, that Rhodes House was able to give me, which was just like an incredible jump start to my first few weeks here. They had catered for the fact that many of us would be coming with like not a huge amount of money in our pockets and were able to support us and help like keep us afloat for a little bit. That and then in addition to just being welcomed to Oxford by Rhodes House was incredible. I automatically had someone to call who could direct me to places and, and although it was kind of more general, like where is my college, where is my department, I ended up texting an older Rhodes scholar being like, where is a place that I can find this and where can I do this? So that was great. But there, there was support. I did have to look for it a little bit, but also I didn't necessarily look for it before coming. So, but it was there. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, I'd say um, in the first couple of weeks as well, just sort of having a almost like sort of pre-built social circle um, in that a lot of the Welcome Week events, you have these things called pods where you're grouped randomly with a bunch of other roadies in your year and you all have like a dinner together and a scavenger hunt. Um, that's like really nice because it sort of gives you opportunities to get to know other people in Oxford rather than just sort of like sitting alone in your room being like, where are the events? Um, so I, th I found that really nice. Great. Um, so that means, you know, wrapping up um, this particular episode, please read your handbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then I think um, just to also like reinforce that we, we do have a lot of support um, from Rhodes House. So if you feel stuck, um, that's, where you, that's your first place to go to. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Rhodes Trust podcast, edited by me, Christy Calloway-Gale. The music you heard was Postcards Mastered by Scott Holmes, provided by freemusicarchive.org.